Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Tweedale, aka Are You Kristen Feminist Scrapbooker. This is the season of experimentation brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project. Join our free community today at theawesomeladiesproject.com. Let's jump right into the second part of our interview with Nicole Stevenson from Dear Handmade Life. What do you think it means to be a deep dive conversationalist? <laughs> uh, that means that I'm not a small talker. <laughs> so uh, I, yeah, I mean, there is a time and a place for small talk for sure, but I'm generally the person that if you, you know, if you end up sitting next to me at a dinner party or back in the day, it would be at a dive bar on, <laughs> on a bar stool when I was younger and went out that you better be ready, you know, to get deep. So yeah, that's what a deep dive conversationalist is to me. Like I was just thinking, I haven't been to a for a long time. The last one I went to is Ponies on the Pier in Redondo Beach. And it's um, a really old bar right, right on the beach. Like it, um, it's very cool. Like it almost reminds you of the Regal Beagle in Three's Company. If there are any, <laughs> anybody out there that's older like me that watched Three's Company. And I loved, I also love to go to old dive bars during the day. I feel like the real characters are there during the day. So like three o'clock is like my optimum time and just go in there and have like a drink or two. And then that's it. Anywho, I was in there and there was this guy there and he was in his seventies, dyed black hair, pompadour. He had this amazing embroidered jacket on. And all these huge, huge rings, his jacket had a dragon on it and all these huge, it was silk, like silk embroidered jacket, all these huge rings, which I didn't know at the time, but he ended up telling me they were all Super Bowl rings. Anyway, this guy was amazing. So interesting. He told me the story about how he'd you know, been married to his wife. They got divorced. He had a second marriage. That was his true love. How, you know, when she passed away, him and I were both crying at the, at the bar, my husband goes to the bathroom, comes back, me and this guy are hugging and crying with each other. That's what a deep dive conversationalist is, is to me. It's to create an impact in each other's lives, to bear witness to each other's lives. That's amazing. I, I'm so glad you, you, I'm so glad that you gave me a really good example of this. Also, I want to know why did he ha- why did he have so many Super Bowl rings? So I asked him, and I was like, "Are you a football person?" Or I think I said, "Are you a sports person?" Because I don't think I realized at the time I'm not good at sports. So Super Bowl football, I don't think I made that connection. But um, I, I think he had met a, a Super Bowl winner guy, and they had, were talking, and he gave him one of his rings, and then they became it became something that he was very into and that he started collecting. So that's so interesting. Oh my God. See, like that's meeting interesting people and having like soul conversations, the best thing in the entire world. And I, I am an introvert in the sense of spending time with lots of people will drain my energy and it needs to be recharged. But the types of deep conversations, these soulful conversations, they are the best thing in the entire world. Um, 
last week was the first time that I had a real face-to-face interaction with a human without masks in, you know, and it's one of my favorite people that I only get to see once or twice a year. She is, she's an incredible human. Her name is Karen. She owns a tomato garden business. She grows plants, but they are all special plants. And she knows every single plant by name. And she can tell you the story of where the seeds came from, whether they came from a grandparent who immigrated here, or they came from a special seed person who, you know, had been collecting these seeds for hundreds of years, or she, and she just looks at the plant and she knows, and she can give you an entire story. And so the, the, the wealth of knowledge of, of being able to be around her and her stories and her plants and just soak in everything was just, I didn't realize how much I missed it until it happened. And man, it's been a while. Like for a lot of things, it seemed like COVID has not taken that much time. But then on the other side, like after having that conversation, and like getting back in the car and realizing, oh, wow, that's the first time I've spent, you know, time with another person. It's really been, it's been a while. It's been a really long time. It so feels speaking, so good, right? <laughs> it feels so like... good. Like, like, really, like, in like physical and emotional ways that like both make sense logically and like also just don't make sense at all Mm -hmm. so speaking of things that have gone away for a little while and are coming back let's talk about craftcation which is coming back next year it's a huge event like like no joke it is gigantic like not on you know it's not coachella but it is major and it's so cool. So the first thing I want to know is how did you get the idea to do it? So my ex-business partner and I, who was my aunt, uh, we were sitting, the city of Ventura had been kind of courting us to bring our craft show there. And we were always so busy because we both ran other businesses and then Dear Handmade Life together too. And finally, one weekend, we were like, let's go down to Ventura, meet with this guy, Eric, and like use it as a little vacation and hang out with each other, you know, talk to him about patchwork shows. So we were driving down there and we got we were driving from Orange County to Ventura and we ended up in very, very bad traffic. And so in that traffic, of course, we both love to work. So pulled out a notebook, started brainstorming ideas. And by the time we got to Ventura, we said, hey, Eric, nice to meet you we know you we, you want us to have patchwork show here but we have this other event it's called craftcation conference it's a three-day conference for creatives at the beach this is what it's like you know we just talked about it as if it already existed and as if this was this thing that we had a full business plan for where really it was like 
you know, whatever we'd scratched on the legal pad on the way down there. And he said, this is a great idea. I, I love this idea. Let me set you up with some meetings with the hotels because I really want to have this in our city. So we went to some hotel meetings and uh, the hotel people did not take us seriously because at the time, you know, we were, we were fairly young. We were, you know, dressed like cool artsy people. And uh, so he asked us how to go to the hotel. And we said, well, you know, they didn't really seem that enthusiastic. She did she only met with us for five minutes. So he called the hotel lady back and said, listen, you know, these girls are the real deal, blah, 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 blah. So the whole hotel people called us back and we're like, oh, come on back. And when we got back to the hotel, they had a whole thing set up with us. The manager of the hotel was there. There were drinks and there was food. And it was like, suddenly they wanted, they wanted our business. So that was how it started. And then at that time that that meeting was, I think we had six months until the date that we decided to do it. So we just, I, and like I said earlier, I had never been to a conference before. I didn't know what it was supposed to be like. I just, you know, planned out what I thought would be cool to go to, not really realizing that I wouldn't be able to like go to it. <laughs> I would be like behind the scenes working very much harder than I thought I was going to be. Uh, so yeah, that was, that was how it started. And I remember at that first one, I mean, it wasn't something that we thought like, let's do this every year. It was like, let's do this thing called craftcation. And then when we were there, just overhearing the conversations from people saying, this is what I've been waiting for. You know, not, people didn't really know that I was the person behind it at that time it was still like, we were new people. It wasn't like, anybody knew who I was. So I'd be in the elevator overhearing conversations among the attendees and just hearing them talk about how they'd find that found their people. They'd found their place. They felt like they belonged. Uh, we just knew it, it had to keep going. That's uh, when I had my first live event, somebody came up to me and said, this is the best thing I've ever been to in my entire life. And, oh. you know, I just started bawling. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is, this is something that we have to do every single year. Yeah. And you're kind of, I don't want to say you're locked into it, but also you're locked into it. It's when you do something that's amazing, it's amazing. And so now that we've taken some time off from live events, what can we expect from Craftcation in 2022? So, uh, hopefully, hopefully lots of hugging, <laughs> I, right? I hope I was actually just talking with our, um, Spalding and she's our kind of event operations director, master of all event operations. And we were talking about having bracelets that were colored. So if it was a red bracelet, it meant like, you know, I'm not, I'm not into hugging, stay six feet away. If it was a yellow bracelet, it meant we can get, you know, we can elbow bump. And if it was a green bracelet, it was like, let's, you know, like I'm ready for a hug. And we were talking about that. And I said, I don't know what it's going to be like in 2022. And she was like, we should have this even All no matter what's going on with COVID just so that people can respect each other's spaces Personal, and feel like that is such a good idea. Yeah. That's so that's one brilliant. thing that we probably would have never, never thought of before, but that's something that I'm hoping to have, hoping to have there. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. We haven't, we haven't started the like official planning process yet. It's going to be in the next couple of weeks, but I'm really looking forward to 
just feeling that energy of being, being again. And I don't know if you ever saw that movie Almost Famous, but it's um, about these groupies that follow bands in the in the 60s. And when they arrive at the hotel where the bands are staying, it's like she walks in and she says, it's all happening. And you can just feel this energy, you know, like this is this is where it is. So I'm really looking forward to feeling that magic, feeling that energy of being around that it really is like a creative energy of these people that are creative and welcoming and there's nothing like it. So you have a super interesting mix of crafty people and crafty business people. Would you say that people would feel out of place if they are just crafty? No, not at all. We definitely have a lot of people. We actually have some people come that aren't even crafty. There are people that, you know, want to have an interesting vacation and they are supporters of crafty people. So there are people that would probably, they would come and shop at a craft show, but they don't necessarily make them make things themselves. So they're more of art appreciators, dabblers. So they'll come and they'll do more of the wellness activities like the yoga and the meditation and journaling and like a craft activity here and there and more of the social activities. So we have people like that. We have other people that, you know, are just, just there to craft. And then of course we have business people. And then we have combinations of all of all of those things together. When you started Dear Handmade Life, did you want it to be a did you want your audience to just be crafters? Did you want your audience to be crafty business people? Or how did, how did it evolve? Because you have such a great way of, you know who your person is, but your person is so many people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we didn't really ha- have anything specific in mind. We weren't thinking about branding or any of that stuff. We just, we just created the things that we wanted. So we created the conference that we wanted to go to. We created the craft show that we wanted in our town. We created what, what we wanted and yeah. And then it was just the people that, the people that were drawn to that. And I will say that I definitely, I, I do struggle with thinking like, you know, should we just be focusing on creative business owners, but there are people in our community that get a lot of value from what we do that don't have a business. And I don't, and I don't want to isolate, I don't want to isolate them. I want to serve as many people as I can. And I think like the way that you are doing your events, the way that you are describing the events, the way that you have things, it's such a holistic approach, which I think is so necessary right now. You have yoga and meditation, which helps you with your mindset. And that's not necessarily a hands-on thing. And you have crafting, which is a hands-on thing. And when you get to use all the different parts of your brain and your body, everything works better. Like, I know that crafting for me and literally doing things with my hands will make me think better. It will make me think differently. I can work out problems, whether it's business problems, whether it's personal problems, whether it's, I guess, you know, 
what, whatever other problems there are. <laughs> <laughs> it's therapeutic. I, right. You know, if, if I go yeah. to do something with my hands, my brain will, you know, rewire my thoughts and I will be able to think differently as opposed to just staring at the computer or staring at a notebook for an hour or two hours and thinking, okay, if I just look at this, I will be able to figure it out. No, it's like, you know how sometimes your best ideas come in the shower. Sometimes your best ideas come when you're playing with paint or tissue paper or Legos even. And I think that that's, you know, it's such a great, and value isn't the right word. It's just such a great service. And it feels just, it feels right for the people that you're trying to serve. And the reason I say that is because you're perfectly serving the people that I'm serving. And I know that my people are like, oh my God, yes. If we're going to do a business conference, can we please have like craft time also? And also, yes, let's just get like 15 minutes of meditation in there because it's just going to make everything better. And so I also want to bring it back to Camp DHL one more time. With this three-day summit, what can people expect to get out of this three-day summit, which is July... It's July 16th through 18th. There we go. And uh, what people can expect to get out of it is craft education. So tapping into that creativity that I think in, as we've been homebound for a while, <laughs> it things have kind of been on repeat. So getting to tap into creativity and mix up your routine. We have a variety of, of creative classes. And then, you know, if you're a business owner and you're looking to build your business, we have business classes also, and everything happens simultaneously. So at every given moment, there's a business class and a craft class. So you can come and just do craft, come virtually. You can come and just do business. You can do a combination of the two. Plus everything is actually available till the end of the summer. So it's all available on replay until September 1st. So if you sign up and let's say you take all craft classes during the summit, and then, you know, you want to take your business classes later, you have plenty of time to, to go back and take those. So definitely expecting like a very quality level of education because this is virtual and our teachers don't have to travel to come to it we were able to reach out to some teachers that you know weren't able to make it to our craftcation conference before because it was too far they were on the east coast or out of the country so it's a new mix of teachers that we haven't had before there's like a couple a couple you know veteran favorites from from our crew but there's definitely some fresh faces fresh education and we have some cool panels. We have a panel about automation and productivity, which is very close to my heart. We have a panel about diversity and inclusion in the creative industry, which I think is, you know, really important, really important. topic right now. And that panel is going to talk about, you know, um, kind of both, both, both aspects of it. So what you can do as a business and, you know, to be more diverse and inclusive, and then, you know, if you are a BIPOC creative, how you can, where you can get that support that you, that you need to, right. to succeed. So it's kind of, um, several different side, sides of that. So I'm really looking forward to that. And I think that that is, that's a topic that, you know, it's heated and sometimes people don't want to tackle it. So, but I think it's important. So 
sometimes you just have to risk talking about the stuff that's a little bit heated because it is important and it's we, really important it's, and we do need to open up that conversation and you know uh i recognize that you know i'm i'm a white woman that has that has an audience and i want to <laughs> to give to create space you know in on my on my platform to have this conversation so Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's really exciting. And it's a great way to, you know, use the privilege that we have as white women to let other voices be heard. And so camp is exciting. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I love that the recordings will be available all summer because summer's hard. Summer's filled with stuff. Yeah, it is. And yeah. Plus we want to get out of the house and like oh go to the beach, go to the river, go to the lake. So that's why we were like, you know, if you want to take everything the weekend that it is, take it live, participate in, you know, afterwards we're going to, we're after each class, there's, you know, small rooms that you can break out into and have like kind of intimate conversations that I would compare it to when you're at, at a conference, after you walk out of the class, you're in the hallway and you just start talking about what you learned at the class. So there are little virtual rooms like that, where you can, you know, reach out and say, Hey, does anybody want to chat about your newsletter topic ideas with me in here? I, I want to get some feedback on mine and I'll give you feedback. So we have opportunities for that. We also have a library of five to 15 minute activities that you can do between classes to get you up and out. So it would be everything from, you know, a five minute stretch to a, you know, five minute meditation or a walking meditation so that you're out walking around or a creative challenge. So one of the ones that I'm doing is I love to walk in my neighborhood and give myself a creative challenge. So that's going to be one of the ones that I'm going to share. So get up, get away from your computer, spend 10 minutes walking your neighborhood and doing this creative challenge before the next class. So it's really, again, creating the type of virtual event that I would, that I would want to go to that I felt was missing. That's so much fun. That's so much fun. That's so exciting. And there's just going to be so many cool people there. Cause you know, when you create something for yeah, yourself, I'm excited. the people that you like are going to just play. Oh, oh my God. That's so excited. Okay. So you can find that at dear handmade life and then slash camp dash DHL, or just, you know, you go to uh, dear handmade life and it's at the top. I'm so excited. I'm, so, I'm very excited for this. All right. We are going Yay. to finish up with our currently list, which I now get to do. My currently list has been out for almost a decade. It was a journaling prompt that I started on New Year's Eve when I was like, next year, I need to be able to figure out an easy way to journal each week. So I came up with seven short journaling prompts and I still do them every Monday. So I am going to grab one so that I can do it very easily. Nicole, what are you currently watching? Uh, Shrill. Uh, I think it's on Hulu with A.D. Bryant. Yes. Okay. I have not watched season three yet, but I am a huge fan. Good one. Yeah. It is. What are you currently reading? I always have, I'm always reading several books at once. I'll just name a few off. So I'm reading The Power of Your Potential, which is uh, an old New York Times bestseller. 
that I'm enjoying. And then I just started We Should All Be Millionaires, which is a new book that just came out on May 4th. It's about women and money. And then I'm also reading a Professional Troublemaker, which is another, I, I read like all self-development stuff usually. <laughs> so yeah, that's what's, that's what's on my nightstand right now. Oh, and then I'm rereading The Big Leap, which is one of my favorite self-development books by Gay Hendricks. When we were talking about, um, I don't even remember which part we were talking about. I was going to ask you if you had read The Big Leap because we were talking about things that were like specifically in our zone of excellence and zone of genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was when you were talking about um, your imposter syndrome class. Course. Yeah. I yeah. was like, oh, that's definitely in your zone of genius work, not your zone <laughs> yeah. of excellence work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you listening to? So I actually made a part of Camp Your Handmade Life is that most of the weeks have these special bonuses. So by the time this comes out, we'll have released a couple of them, but the bonus for the first week is a playlist that I made called the Camp Camp DHL playlist. So I've been listening to that. We have another bonus that's a cookbook where uh, all of our, all the counselors put in recipes that we love. So there's a lot of different fun, fun things, but I'm listening to a lot of my own mixes. And if you want to listen to my mixes, you can find me it's dear handmade life on Spotify. And I have a couple of public mixes on there that um, you all can listen to. Yes, 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 yes. I am all for making Spotify playlists. Huge fan. What are you currently making? I'm not making anything crafty right now. I've been really just making our goal getting course. So that's where all of my creativity has been going into that and also creating this camp DHL event. So doing a lot of writing, a lot of visuals and just really enjoying channeling all of my creativity into that. I feel you. I am I'm making an app and all of my stuff, all of my everything, literally my everything is going right into the app. Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm feeling very grateful. I, uh, it, it was a very long road for me to have my son, you know, as somebody who uh, I tried for seven years and then finally had him when I was 43. So, and just, I mean, even after a year and a half, every day, I can't believe that he's here. And every night when I give him his bottle because he still gets a nightly bottle or anybody out there who's like, you know, telling me that he should be off the bottle by now. He still gets his nightly bottle. And when I'm feeding him, just sitting in that dark room, listening to the lullabies and looking at him, I just say, thank you. And I usually start crying. So very grateful. I feel you. What are you planning? couple things. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm planning the planning of craftcation. So I'm not in the planning stage yet, but I'm in the planning of the planning. So I'm thinking about the planning stage. And then I'm planning a 10 day, uh, we rented a house in Ventura for 10 days in September. So I'm very much looking forward to staying at like a house on the beach. The beach is my favorite spot. That's my happy place. And then I'm also planning, um, like I'm calling it our staycation tour. So each month I'm going to a different hotel for two nights um, in Southern or Northern California and just kind of checking it out and writing about it. So this is just kind of starting in the works. I'm really excited about that. That sounds amazing. Finally, what are you loving? Uh, So this is gonna actually go back to what we were talking about, about capitalism. 
but I just recently started investing in the stock market and cryptocurrency. And it's very out of my uh, comfort zone and out of my area of expertise, but I'm really enjoying it. And on the advice of a friend who said, you should just buy stock in the things that you use and love. I, or that, you know, is in my industry, I bought some stock in cricket, you know, the but, yeah. um, machines. And um, I also bought some stock in Joann's and my cricket stock is killing it. And I'm just nice. like, Whoa, I needed to invest, to invest more in that. My crypto is kind of like, you know, it, crypto is wild. Crypto is wild. Like gambling. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's like it's like gambling. So I, I mean, I consider that as, you know, partially entertainment. Like entertainment I was going to say, fun money. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm really enjoying that as a, as a new hobby. That's so much fun. That is so much fun. Oh my god, you are amazing. This was so great, Kristen. It's been so nice to meet you. And I loved getting to know you and your point of view. I'm just, I'm really grateful that you had me on. This conversation has been absolutely delightful. Can you remind people where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me pretty much everywhere at Dear Handmade Life. That's D-E-A-R, Handmade L-I-F-E. And we post on all the social medias, but mostly on Instagram. And that just reminds me, actually, I want to take a little... I'm going to take a little picture oh, for idea. our Instagram. Let me get that weird stuff out of the background. There we go. Trying Perfect. to be better about posting on stories. So yeah, find me at Dear Handmade Life. And I, you know, if you find us on there and you're, you're on our Instagram or something, let me know that you found, found me here and that you listened to this episode. Cause I would, I would love to, to know that. Yes, 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 Absolutely. This has been wonderful, guys. We will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You are amazing, and we will talk soon.